What is up, everyone? Hello, sweet world. We are here live. We are the Not The Peg Show. I guess that's our title. I am Albert Radarma. Yep, you know me from my Schmodown reactions. The Schmodown Award-nominated YouTube channel. I guess I can say that now. Joe Movies. <laughs> I'm just happy. I think, you're, uh, I think you're number four. Is it? In terms of voting? I don't know. They don't release the number, yeah. thankfully. I'm probably in the I bottom. <laughs> oh, the wow. voting differential. Uh, but yes, I am here with Kenneth Luciano. Wait, yeah, right, right there, Kenneth Luciano. Yep, you've yep. seen me in, my, you've seen him in the reactions for Founding Fathers versus Corruption in the Orlando. You've seen him for Founding Fathers versus Wild Berries as well. Both Founding Fathers. Um, wait, I think I did the family. Actually, did I? I I totally forgot. I, you might have joined the family during the first round of the tournament. I don't remember, but I know you've uh -huh. been in my channel a couple of times as well, aside from Schmodown stuff. And I used to be in his well, his camera right here, but now I got my own camera, so that's an update. And and you were you were also in the season well, not season preview, spectacular preview episode that we did. And yeah, so we are uh, what we like to call well, basically, we're called not the pigs. We are introducing our own uh, after show type, yeah, after show for the showdown, and we don't know yeah. what we're doing. I, yeah, that's even true. though I've, <laughs> even though I've had experience hosting before, I'm not, I'm clearly not the best at it. So this is just going to be a lot of fun. Um, and as for today, as you see the title, as you see the thumbnail, this is going to be this horrible thumbnail that I made in like three minutes. Um, yeah. It's going to be. Season preview for Schmodown Season 7. And what we'll be trying to do is we'll be trying to tackle 35 burning questions, hopefully in under under an hour, uh, hopefully not too much longer than that. But yeah, we'll be going through a bunch of questions. Some of them is probably very much, it makes much sense. Some of them is just in the wild. It's bonkers that shouldn't probably be asked at this point in the season. Mm -hmm. But we're doing it anyway. Some of them, even Albert, don't know the answer to. He made the question. He don't <laughs> that is true. Know the answer to his own question, like that might be true. You will find out. And yes, uh, we know there. The draft just happened. There has been a lot of factions, as you can see right here. But we will not be covering each of the teams one by one. We'll be going through different questions to maybe answer them. But we'll, be, we'll not be covering each of them one by one because I know the Schmodown Rundown have done it. I know uh, Beyond the Schmodown have done it. There's been so many after shows right now popping up left and right over the Schmodown community. So there's just so much more uh, that you can consume in terms of the media. Mm. So we're we, I'm trying to do something different. So we're going to be doing burning questions instead. Uh, so yeah. Kenneth, do you have anything to say before we get started to answer all these questions? You know what? Let's just get into it. Let's just answer this 35 question. 35 burning questions. All right. So all right. Uh, without any further ado, question number one. All right. You want to read it? Yeah, sure. Who is the biggest challenger in singles? All right. Why don't you, why don't you answer that first, Kenneth? Me in singles, well, you know the champion right now is still Ben Bateman, but mm -hmm. but in my opinion, I think the biggest challenger might be Bibiani for this season. Yeah, um, 
I interpret it in somewhat a different way. Bibian is probably gonna he, he have a huge chance of winning, reclaiming his title belt, especially since we know that the first match of the season is going to be triple threat between William Bibiani, Brandon mm-hmm. the Kid Meyer, and Dan Merle. So if Bibiani did win that match, he's gonna face Bateman right away again, since spectacular. But yeah, but that's gonna be a tough one because because Dan Merle, as as you guys know, is the best of all time. If he can yeah. beat Dan Merle, then he got a great chance of beating Bateman. But yeah, I like I said, I interpret it somewhat a different way. I'm interpreting it in this type of question that I did say to you, challenger who to win a singles belt for the first time, and which is why I'm gonna say Lon Harris, the professor. Um, he's been ever since he came to the league, is oh, he's made waves. He's always been unlucky, in particular in teams during the first Anarchy tournament. Um, supposed to be with JTE. JTE got attacked by a bird, aka the scooter accident. So he's out. And then he go with the uh, his brother Jonathan Harris. Didn't get any luck in teams and in singles last season. He wasn't that lucky either. But now under the new management uh, of Winston Marshall, I feel like he can do pretty well. And I'm rooting for him to actually win singles belt for the first time this season. Interesting. Uh, so. Yeah, we tackled question number one already. That's good, I guess. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, guess. Yeah, uh, all right then. So why don't we go to question number two? You want to read it? All right. Uh, question number two is, who do you think is the rookie of the year? Now, like like we said, it's uh, some of the questions doesn't make sense at all because this type of question usually you ask at the end of the season, not in the beginning yeah. of the season. True. That's really true. I I never seen like half of the player plays yet. Um yeah, let's let's show let's show this up here again. Okay. So as far as I know, let me remove that not the pegs on top, right? As far and let me remove that rookie of the year as well. All right. As far as I know, the potential rookies, let's just list them out right now. Okay. We have uh starting with the usual suspects, Jader Paramo, who wins the the hurricane, who wins the fan trivia face trivia showdown in Orlando. He wants the golden ticket, so he's the rookie. Cameron Rice, who's been involved in this mode on behind the scenes, is a rookie. Um, I don't think Jen Kemp technically is a rookie because she played free for all. I believe Jenna Bush is a rookie. Um, let's see, Multi Works, they don't have any rookies. Rockstar doesn't have any rookie. The dungeon is full of rookies. <laughs> the dungeon is full. Uh, Robert Parker, Owen Mugen, Winnie Mancuso, yeah. so Bri- Brittany yeah, Young I- was in this mode. On- you want to say something? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, as you say, I hear a lot of good thing about Robert Proker from you, especially when you, uh, I think you followed like some of the, um, the fan league that they have and you said, Robert- Bro, I bloody, I bloody compete in the fan leagues, although I have no luck at all. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, one of them you did win. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, there there is probably so much if we go on and on. The the dungeon and the den probably have the most rookie, as well as the burning drugs and corruption as well. Mm. But like you said, are you so are you saying that Robert Parker is the rookie of the year? Is going to be the rookie of the year? He he might be. He might be an inner kingdom. Who knows? Well, um, I'm saying this right now. I feel like, and even though we haven't seen a single match at all. Robert Parker is a hundred percent lock it in. He's going to be the rookie of the year. Okay. okay. And that's because if you have seen him in the fan leagues, oh my god, this this kid, he's going to be called the spider 
uh, in the showdown, especially in Inner Geekdom. He has dedicated so much uh, into the Inner Geekdom. He knows so... I've, I don't think I've ever seen him lose a match. I don't think at least the match that I've seen in the fan leagues, in Multiplex and in Full Metal Geek, in Trivia Faceoff. So he's been really good. And yes, people's been, people keep on saying, oh, you're good in the fan leagues. You have to... You have to prove it in the big leagues in order to prove that you're good. Oh, that's... I am, I am so sure that he can prove it, and he is going to take the league by storm. People's gonna be surprised by him. Okay. My only concern for him though is because he's in the dungeon with Kevin Smets, who's also in Inner Geekdom. Ooh. So it's going to be a tough challenge for him. It's gonna be a fight for the belt. Yeah, do you have do you have a dark horse contender for rookie of the year? You think? Dark horse contender. Um... Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Ben Goddard as a dark horse contender, even though I really don't know what he can do. But he's been talking a lot, especially if you follow Sen Live or Sen Live. He's hmm. been talking a lot of that he's been studying and all. Okay. So you know he could be dark horse contender to win the rookie of the year. Yeah, I, I don't know rook, the rookie as much as you, so I don't have any comment for now. Fair enough. Once again, <laughs> we shouldn't be asking this question in the beginning of the season, but we yeah. do anyway because okay. this is not the pegs. Um, all right. So, question number three. I thought you're gonna. I thought you're gonna read it. Oh, okay. Uh, is Clark Wolf the right pick as commissioner? Honestly, I have no idea what the commissioner does in the Schmodan. So, I hope yeah. it's the right pick. No idea, right here. Yeah, I don't think they've ever been an official statement of what a commissioner does or does not do. Okay. But- uh, last season, we have Sam Levine, who avoid most of his responsibilities. <laughs> and we have Emma, who is in charge of singles. And Emma is in charge of team and energy them. And she's been more active in terms of commissionership. Mm-hmm. But if, if it is someone who should be in charge of the showdown, Clark Wolf is definitely the perfect person, in my opinion. Uh, she's been in the league since season three, the first Collider era. Mm-hmm. And she's been committed to the showdown. Of course, team champions with Shire Wolves. And she definitely knows the showdown inside and out, and she knows the people. So I feel like this. who else could be a perfect fit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still the question, like, I have no idea what Commissioner does, so we'll, we'll just have to find out and see. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm wondering if, if Christian Harloff is listening to this. Uh, you know, Harloff, I know that you are the chairman, and Clark Wolf is a commissioner, but what is like the boundaries and the line of what you do and what Clark do? You know, like how it overlaps or something. That will be I'm interesting to find out, honestly. All right, we'll see. Right, what our love has to say. Uh, we're we're going through the questions faster than I thought, but that's good. So that means we can wrap it up probably in under an hour. And we have question number four right now, four. and it okay. is: Will the Star Wars belt change owner? Oh wait. Oh wait, I put the wrong question. My bad. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh okay, keep on answering what you said. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna fix the banner. So, all right. Question number four. Will the Star Wars belt change owner? Me personally, I think no. I think that Alex Damon's gonna keep the belt unless someone somewhere 
knows all the nitty-gritty stuff about Star Wars. They know how many steps does Luke take in this movie. Unless someone knows that, I guess they'll never change hand. <laughs> yeah, or, or until Damon's retires, so who knows? Uh, well, I don't think Damon is retiring this year. Um, he's he's nah. ju- he just joined Inner Geekdom, so <laughs> we're going to be playing Inner Geekdom this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I don't think the Star Wars belt is going to change hand anytime soon. Unless, like, Damon suddenly have a horrible day. And, like, Laura Kelly and Andrew DiMalanta. I feel like those are the only two. And Joseph Scrimshaw. Those are the only two proven ones that are actually quite hungry for the belt. Because we know we know Sam Witwer is not coming back. I I still have my I have my doubts about Ken Napsok, even though he was good in Star Wars, but he haven't played in so long. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know. But yeah, the only way it's gonna change owner is if Damon have a bad day, or Damon studying has been split between Star Wars and Inner Geekdom because he's joining Inner Geekdom this year. And he lose focus a bit or something, and then whoop, Laura Kelly or Dimalanta stole the belt for him. You know, I, I I think the Star Wars knowledge is just like burned into his brain at this point. He have a podcast called Star Wars Explained, in which the, all the competitors have expressed that they listened to that podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> he's literally like the king of Star Wars fandom geekdom. For right now. For right now, that is. Um, all right then. All right. So that is question number four, and our answer is no, in short. Yep. Question number right. five. Who will be the best manager in the Shmodan this season? Right. So let's just throw up that awesome graphic by Jack- Jacob Patrick once again. That is the all whole right. graphic right there. We have all the single ones, but I'm just gonna show that whole big graphic right mm-hmm. there. That's easy. So, yeah, so Kenneth, who do you have as Schmodown as Schmodown, as the best manager in the Schmodown this season, or the manager of the oh, year? Well, I'm kind of biased toward one guy, which is Bobby Finstock. Really? Tom, Dan- I thought Tom, Mr. Gucci son, whatever his name is. Yeah. No, hold on, hold on. I thought I thought you're a corruption person, then. Um. Well, corruption. I like Mike Kalinowski, but not really the corruption faction. Huh. Interesting. I never I yeah. never knew. I thought you I thought you legit no, 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 the no. corruption faction. No 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 no. I love Mike Kalinowski. Like I like him as a player, but not the whole faction. That's the thing. Okay. Okay, fair enough. So Wait, so are you saying that you have uh, Tom Dagnino as the manager of the year? Yeah. That's right. All right, then. Uh, I am, even though, which might be a different question, who have the best roster, even though Tom Dagnino have a pretty strong roster right there, uh, two cha- three champions, Dan Merle, John Roca, Ben Bateman, former champion Mark Riley, Alrighty, and yep. potential champion in Andrew Di Malanta and everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. When I see manager of the year, I want to see someone who can improve their team. I want to see someone who has a pretty solid team to start off, but can improve them and make everyone overall better. Okay. And there is someone from last season who have proven that. And the roster right now for that faction is probably not the strongest, but it have a lot of potential if done well. 
right. And I'm going with, I know I said one thing during the pre-show, but I'm changing my mind right now. And I'm going with Roxy Stryer and the Rockstars. Because, yes, she has former champions in Snyder and Mark Andreco. She's managing the current Star Wars champion in Alex Damon. And Stacey Howard, JTE, Jim Favuda, and David Delrio, Highbon, Adam Gertler, they all have like, they all can be good if trained properly, if, they have on the, if they're on the right day, but they can also be horrible. They can also stink. No offense. That's true, that's true. <laughs> so, but I trust Roxy that she can combine the best team. Just imagine JTE and Jim Favuda. That's going to be a deadly team. Uh, so, you know. Yeah, I, I trust that was going to be the usual suspect, actually. That's what I that's what I wrote in the pre-show. That's what I told you. Oh, but I changed. The thing is, because Sam Levine, he, he used to be a player, so he knows this game inside out that he can strategize the best, I think, um, study plan for all of them, you know? Mm-hmm. He used to be a player, and he knows how to play it well. That's true, but Roxy, Roxy Stryer as well, man. She have she have managing experience. That's the thing. Sam doesn't really have a managing experience before, so this is going to be all new to him. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess I guess we'll see by the end of the year, <laughs> and this is why we call season preview. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I the next question is question number six, and this one was a fun one. <laughs> this is a fun oh. uh, question. So will Bibiani win his first free for all? Uh, I'll I'll go first before you go. I'll go okay. first. And as much as I want to see him win, I don't think he will. Sadly, I don't think he will because there is just so much chaos and so much random randomness in the free for all. And yes, you need a lot of knowledge in there. But but you Yeah, if it's all about knowledge. In the first free for all, Denmoral would have won. Wait, was he there? Yeah, he is. Denmoral would have won, but Sam Levine did one because he came in second to last <laughs> and he won the whole thing. If it's all about knowledge once again, in the second season, probably Sam Levine would have won again, or John Roca or someone else, but Brian Chandler wins it because of the randomness. <laughs> so yeah, I think there is just so much randomness and so much chaotic nature that I don't think Biff is going to win again, sadly. What do you have to say? Um, I would love to see Bibiani win this time, but as you say, it's it's all random. There's so much chaos. Like, it, it's not all about knowledge. It's also luck. Like, if you got in the first round, no matter how good you are, you'll get tired, and then you'll lose focus, and then you'll miss a question, and you'll get up. So yeah, I guess I guess we are all hoping for him to win. We're all rooting, especially since last year. Oh my god, he was number one and then he go all the way to the very end. Top ten and... set story. <laughs> that's like that's like on clickbait on YouTube. Like um, <laughs> it's like started uh started from the bottom, but you won't believe what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> that's a horrible clickbait title, by the way. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh but yeah, I guess if he if he enters like near the last, then he'll probably win. Mm-hmm. But if he enters in the first again. No chance. That's, I really, that's... I really do think no chance. If he prove, if he proves me wrong though, if he enters first and he wins all the way, my God, he is free for all king forever. <laughs> okay. okay. So, um, question number seven. Best rivalry. Ooh. 
who have the best rivalry in the league? Yeah, this one this one was an interesting one to talk about because when we were looking at the potential roster, uh, let me remove that. When we're talking about the potential roster, um, we're, we're seeing like uh, Andrew Guy and Ben Bateman, maybe Andrew Guy and Robert Meyer Burnett. We see corruption and founding fires, so, so forth and so forth. Uh, but yeah, there was some rivalry, but some doesn't really stand out. So, what what do you say is the best rivalry in the league? Um, I'm saying Andrew Guy and Robert Meyer Burnett because because they were like Robert Meyer was literally screaming on stage. Nobody can stop him. Carlos was like, "Cut the mic, cut the mic." <laughs> that is so true. If you're watching it live, you see that. I don't know. I don't actually watch that after they edit that for the public. Maybe they did cut that in the actual edit, but if you watch it live, you miss. You saw, so he was standing in the microphone for like five minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, think that's the best rivalry. Like, like Andrew Guy have to prove to Robert Meyer that he can do well without him. Yeah, I think that's pretty interesting for now. Plus, you get that is going to be the first match of the season, so you get to see that early. And yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. The rivalry is only gonna get bigger, I guess. Oh, I forgot to answer mine. Uh, my 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 pick for best rivalry, even though I like the Burnett and uh, Robert Burnett and Andrew Guy, that was my first initial pick. But the more I think about it, there they can there can only be one, and it's Chandra Dandapani and Brendan Hanna. Uh. They have been fighting it on since the first match that they did. Uh, fatal five-way, Brandon Hanna won, and then Chandru Dadampani comes back, challenge him, Chandru won. So now they're one and one for in, in Inner Geekdom, and they're only going to face again next year. We know that's going to happen. Chandru and Brandon's going to yeah. face again. Oh, yeah. So, and not only that, they've been talking trash on Twitter, on the Facebook group. Every time they have a chance, especially Brandon Hanna, he just jabs at Chandra. He's like, oh, you haven't do this, blah, blah, blah. He's always trying to trash talk. So that's just so much fun to watch. Uh, so yeah. So you have uh, the Drew Burnett and I have the mm-hmm. Hanna Chandru rivalry. Okay. Okay. The next question. Question. Question number eight. Social media MVP. Well, so, I'm not on social media that much, so I have no idea who to choose. But I was scrolling through Instagram just now, and I saw Ben Bateman post something, so I'm gonna put him up there. <laughs> yeah, this one is just another fun one, another fun question. Who do we think is the best at using social media to talk shit on to trash talk? And since I guess since the season hasn't really started, it's really tough to say. But from last season, I remember someone who has been so good at talking trash on social media, talking trash to his fellow competitors, getting at it with the fans as well. And not only that, while he still have the belt, he's been teasing it on Facebook, on Twitter, where he's uh, swimming in the bathtub with the belt, doing pull-ups with the belt, and that's Mike Kalinowski. He is so good with his tweets. He's so good with promotional videos and everything. That I really think is social media MVP, and we'll see how much is how much active he is in social media this season. But yeah, that's my pick for social media MVP. All right then. Who is the best nine. potential team up? You want to start? What this take? Um, best potential team up. All right, let's see what I have. Okay. Yeah, let's go to the that so, picture. Okay. Uh, hold on. 
let's see. All right, so that's the whole faction. So this is basically who is the team that whose players have been drafted by the same faction that could be a team that hasn't been confirmed to be a team yet, but potentially could be the best. So I have some honorable mentions before I go to my first one. Honorable mentions is Haley Fouch and Tim Franco and Paulo Yama and Lon Harris. And my answer for best potential team up is Tom and Paul Preston in the den. Oh, uh, okay. I really think that this team up is can be something special. Paul Preston has a lot to prove. He's hungry for it. Tom has a lot to prove as well. Well, not really a lot to prove. We just don't know a lot about him in general. So <laughs> he could really, we've seen him with Video Drew and how good he is. Now we get to see him with Tom, with Paul Preston, who we know is good. So that team up is just scary to me. That's, that's just a scary team up. What do you have? Honestly, um, I don't really have one. Because I think I came up with an answer, but I kind of forgot about it. Okay, so interesting. What the heck? Here. <laughs> well, well, okay. Uh, let me say interesting here. Uh, if uh, if you can tell, they broke up Josh Makuga and Elliot Drewberry. So yeah. I I want to know who Josh Makuga is gonna team up with next. Um. Yeah. You know, from that faction. Mm hmm. I don't know. I can see him maybe with RB three, maybe with Liz. I don't know. That's if that's a good team up. No, actually, RB3 and Andres Cabrera is gonna be the meaning of team. They're gonna okay. they're gonna join together, um, based on the meaning of podcast. If you watch that show, but mm -hmm. I honestly think Swag will do their best to try to trade for Elliot Dubery. I feel like they they have to reunite, man. They have to. Yeah, they have to. It's the Wild Berry. Come on, you can't you can't break them off. Uh, but wait. So so do you actually have an answer? Um, half an answer. I got. I, I just want to see who is going to partner up with Josh Makuga. I guess that's interesting to see. So half an answer. There you go. All right, then. So, yeah, your answer is that is your answer. By the way, if any of you are in the live chat, feel free to chime in with the answers to your the, the questions respectively and let us know, and we'll definitely shout you out during the show. So, yes, I think I got the banner wrong. But so can you read question number 11 while I fix it? All right, question number 11. Who's the comeback player of the year? Wait. I think we should be on 10. Are we in 10? All right, question number yeah. 10. My bad. Number 10. Okay, my bad as well. Uh, best singles player in the league. Best singles player in the league. So, yeah. I guess this is similar. Like, who's the biggest challenger? But I, we put a challenger in the phrase of challenge the tile. Uh -huh. This one is literally just the definite answer who's the best single player in the league so i my answer is right now i guess you cannot argue about the fact that he is the champion so ben bateman is definitely the best singles player in the league well because he is the champion he is the champion so who do you think can challenge him i mean we did answer that in the beginning i said i did say lon harris can challenge him bibiani definitely mm -hmm. but aside from um ben bateman i still have to go with the goat my favorite player, Dan Merle. I still think he's one of the best players in the singles. We'll see how he do uh, in uh, in the match in New York. He's never lost a live match before. Remember that. Mm. So, mm. 
He never does. He's every time he's in a live show, including the free for all, he wins. So we'll see what happens in New York. I mean, I mean that's interesting. If Dan Merle challenges somebody from his own faction. Oh yeah, that's or the bell. Yeah, if you uh, tune in to SEN live a couple, it might be yesterday. John Roca was saying, right? John Roca was saying, so if be, be, if Dan Merle wins, and he have to face Ben Bateman, does that mean? That John Roca will manage Dan Morrell and Tom Dagnino will manage Ben Bateman for the battle. Because Dagnino cannot manage both of them at the same time. That's true. If they're facing each other, they have to plan separately. So that could be yep. a lot of fun. Yeah, that is fun. Uh so yeah, uh, what is what is your answer? Um, I have a couple of people here. Honestly. Um, Paul Oyama last season just had a bad day, like a bad day. Mm-hmm. So I hope to see him being able to challenge Ben Bateman because I want to see them play like in full strength. So I'm gonna go with Paul Oyama. That's that's fair. I think Paul Oyama is still definitely up there in terms of the best showdown players out there, even the best singles. Also, just honorable mentions, I guess. John Roca, I still believe in him very much. Brendan Meyer. Um, uh, and I have to, I have to go just because I think she, she has, she hasn't proven herself yet, but I know she's hungry. You need the machine. I think she's gonna, mm. she's gonna have what then Dayton have last year. I feel like she's gonna have that hungry season. She's gonna start winning a lot, especially under new management with Sam Levine. She's been with Jay Washington for so long that now we're under new management. I feel like she can probably start fresh and do pretty good. All right. Answer okay. Question. Question number eleven. Come Comeback player, player of the year. Uh, once again, season haven't started. We don't really exactly know. I, I have no idea what to so, say about this. I'm I'm just gonna say, um, comeback player of the year, because last year he ha- he doesn't he doesn't really have a good year last season. He start off the season. Losing the championship to Dan Morrell. And then he had a triple threat, which he loses to William Bibiani. Uh, didn't do well in teams as well with Time Machine. Only had one win and then lost. So I think Ethan Irwin, he's bound to have a good season. There is no way he's going to have a worse season than last season. Even though he didn't really have a bad season, but he didn't have a good season as well. So I think if he plays enough, he is gonna he's going to win. He is a freaking machine, man. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um for me, I, I would probably say Andrew Guy because well from last season he almost quit because of a bad day. So I hope he has a comeback this season. You think Andrew Guy will have a better season this season than last season? I can hope so. Because even though he's not the best in singles, we know what happened when he plays singles. He gets smacked with yeah. chair. Yeah. <laughs> but when he played teams, when he played teams, I think he only lost once. Because they're six and one, and I think they only lost to um Shazam. That's their only loss. So I don't know if that. I don't know, honestly, if Andrew Guy can have a better season than last season. But if he can, then he will definitely win comeback player. Because that's a huge that's a huge feat to do. Oh, yeah. To go more than 6-0. That will be crazy if he can do that. 
Um, honorable mentions I have here. Mm-hmm. Unless you have something else to say. Um, not really. I just had someone message me real quick. Okay. Um, honorable mention is that uh, Lon Harris might get it because he didn't really have a good season as well. He didn't do well in singles. Didn't do so hot in teams as well. So here's my honorable mention. All right, let's chug along to the next question so we can... This is is an easy question. Is Dan Merle the best player in the Shmodan? Yeah. Yeah, easily. He's still still the best. He's still the best. He's still the GOAT, you know? Who do you think? Do you think anyone is close? This is why it is an interesting question because easily it's yes, right? No question. It's yes. No question asked yes. But who do you think is the closest thing that could chase the GOAT to get that GOAT title? Greatest of all time. Uh, is there anyone this season that could chase that? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I I I have no idea. Not yet. I think like not yet. For now, not yet. Roka could be there. I feel like um, Ro- Roka. Maybe Roka used to be, but right now, he, well, from the season I seen, he's kind of like uh, a bit. Well, depends on his mood, I think. Like, sometimes he's really good. Sometimes not so much. Sometimes he's just... It's like hot take. standard... Hot take, oh, okay. Hot, <laughs> hot take, okay. Uh, okay. Well, I, I think I think Roka's just good in general. Um, I just have to say, uh, in comparison to the GOAT conversation, again, we know Sam Levine has been talked about the GOAT for a while when he was playing. But the argument against it is that he just haven't played long enough as much as Dan does in and I feel like the second closest one is already retired right now, and it's Rachel Cushing. Oh. I think she's definitely a potential for a GOAT grace of all time, especially for what she does to the game. Mm-hmm. And she played in all three divisions. That's something that Dan haven't done yet, although he's going to interdictum this year. So we'll see how good he is in that. Yeah, sorry if you hear some um, screaming from my roommate here. <laughs> all good. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, then. Next question. So we got, we got that covered. Question number 13. Will the Mounty Mercs win the title? Uh, and the reason why I put the Mounty Mercs win, win the title is, be, um, first of all, if you follow me on social media, you know that I have a bias over the Mounty Mercs because I like I love Koi and I like this faction a lot. So since I know the question, I get to dictate what's going on. And um, William Mirbiani, former champion, um, the Shazam, right. potential champion, Mara Knopik, former champion, and we also got Joseph Scrimshaw, potential champion in Star Wars. We got Greg Alba and John Humphrey in Real Rejects. We got Haley Fouch and Tim Franco as well. So we got a lot of potential champion here in different division. Mm-hmm. So which is why I beg the question, do you think they will win the title this year? Uh, okay, for singles, let's say BBNE go up against Bateman. Well, I'm biased toward Bateman. I want Bateman to I want Bateman to keep the belt. So that's a no. Sajam so though, um they have to go up against Dan Merle, who is the best of all time. So <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. Scrimshaw with Damon still up there. I don't think he has a lot what of about, what about Mara and Smets? They're facing off each other pretty soon. Who knows when? Since it's postponed, but uh, oh no, Kalinowski gonna take that belt. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you might, you, you might you, that might be a sneak preview for a future for a potential future question, but okay. and to say this, to say this, 
will they win a title for this whole oops wrong faction for the whole season? Hundred <laughs> percent. I am confident that they are gonna win a title, one way or the other. Either it's Marak Nopek, either it's um, Brandon Meyer, either it's William Bebiani, or either it's Shazam as a team. I think they will win a title. One of those, at least one of those three, is gonna win a title. Not to mention everyone else in their faction who can also win a title. So yeah, okay. I am confident, especially with Koi. I think he's gonna do some great stuff. All right, uh, question number fourteen. This one is literally you're just you're just talking about this previously. Yep, I so, just talked about this. Will Kanyaski reclaim his inner kingdom belt? Yes. Explain. Because I love that player. <laughs> just quickly, that's it. All, all I can do is hope he wins the belt back. I mean, okay, see, he lost his belt to Cushing, and then he won it over again. Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm confident he can win it again. But he what lost it to Well, he's gonna win it again. He lost it to Cushing. He win it again, didn't he? Didn't uh -huh. he? Uh -huh. I, when I see him play at at the live, like I don't know why I had this um in spectacular, you mean? Yeah, in spectacular. I, I just see that he's not a hundred percent at that time. He's just you not one hundred percent. You can tell when he's at one hundred percent, he's gonna win that belt. All right. I like your argument, and I think that with that, you're not wrong in terms of that argument itself. However, I am going to say he is not going to reclaim his interjectum belt. Ooh. And hear me out, hear me out, because Kevin Smith is still the champion. He is a monster in interjectum. You know him. He's been studying. Look at how he plays in that final match. He's crazy good. Not only that, he's going to be facing Marak Nopek, who can also potentially win their victim because she is a former champion and you know how good she is when she was playing. And she's been studying for a whole year. She has a whole year off to study. So I don't know how either she's going to be rusty or she's actually going to be good with all those rest and with all those studying. Not only that, and last, you, you used that argument because of last year he came back. And even though Rachel is no longer here, this year... Chandra Nandapani is also hungry. Brendan Hanna is also so much hungry. Don't forget Alex Damon is going to be in Energikdom. I don't know how good he is. We've got Emily Rose Jacobson who can potentially win. We've got Dan Morrill in Energikdom. And we're going to have the rookie of the year, Robert Parker, Robert Parker. in Energikdom as well. Yeah. Who I, I, I have a very strong feeling that he can actually win Energikdom title, Robert Parker, <sighs> this season. So with that, there are so... Energikdom is the heaviest it ever is. This is so wide open. It's so full of top players that mm -hmm. I don't think Kalinowski is going to win. I don't think he is. I hope he will. Because I don't know I don't know what his road to the title is right now. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be a tough one. And Oh, yeah, it is. There is just so much other player that I could see winning aside from Kalinowski. So, yeah. All right. Question number 15. Who fit weirdest with the new faction? Uh, All right, let's see what I have here. I don't, I don't remember what I said. Uh, who fits weirdest with their new faction? Okay, uh, you have one answer. I just remember what you have. <laughs> you have yeah, I have, I, I have one interesting answer. Um, Josh Makuga. <laughs> uh, Josh Makuga in swag. 
Well, my answer was Elliot Dubery and corruption. Yeah. Okay, that that's a that's it's a weird fit, but I think it's weird because Josh Makuga is just not with Elliot. I think that's just weird. That throws me off. But yeah, uh, that I I can't say that Elliot Dubery is a weird fit because he's not with Josh Makuga once again. But I thought Wild Paris will fit more in the style of swag, just because the title is swag, and also mm-hmm. I can see them like chilling. Uh, but at the same time, Elliot Dubery was a heel before he joined the Wild Bears, when he's still ETC, um, the classic days. He, he was a heel. So I can see him being a good heel in corruption. All right. But I guess we just say that they're both very odd to see because they are not together. <laughs> this is true. So right. let's see if we can chug along. Um, question number 16. Which, Which faction will be the most fun to watch? Okay. Uh, you want to go? You want to answer that first? Yeah, I'm currently looking at the picture now. Which faction is the most fun? Let me put that back up. All right. I can see it now. I had an answer, but I kind of forgot what I said. <laughs> Didn't you write this down before we started? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, you know what? Well, you think I have my answer. And my answer is for two different... I have two different answers uh, right now. So the first one is the Multimarks. Like I said, I have I have a fascination over this faction. Okay. It's just full of so much potential and so much fun. Who doesn't love to watch Shazam play? They are so good to cheer for. Koi Jenru is an unknown as a manager, but you know his style. You know he likes to talk. You know his... He, he have the potential to be a superstar as a manager. So that's going to be fun. M. Franco is always fun to watch. Haley Fouch is always fun to root for. We got the real rejects back together in there and Greg Alba and John Humphrey. Um, so they're going to be a lot of fun. Of course, Marokonopic as well. And on the other hand, for a completely different reason, the Den. Because <laughs> uh, first of all, yeah. Kate Mulligan... Kate Mulligan, if you if you watch her in the Schmodown Awards and the Schmodown Draft, I don't know what she's doing. She's doing some kind of Chicago accent or something. I don't know if she's going to keep it up throughout the whole season, but that can be entertaining with Grace Hancock as well. They're going to play sort of heelish. Tom and Paul Preston will be fun to watch. But the rest of them, aside from Rachel Silvestrini, which she knows that she's hungry, the rest of them are pretty much rookies. And... Oh my god, I just wanna I just wanna see um Brad Sheridan play. I wanna see Saul play. I wanna see Ben Goddard and Alex Marzonia play because they are active in the SEN community and they have been talking a lot, but I don't know if they can play. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. They're definitely a must-watch too, a definition of much watch. So do you have an answer? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Talking about rookies, I think a fun faction to watch is actually the dungeon because it's just full of rookie and who knows what can happen they can all be great or it could be a shit show so that's <laughs> fun that's fun for me uh so yeah so the dun- yeah dungeon i agree it could be the only the only one that's not a rookie is smats zipper and adam with everyone i feel like yeah. is a rookie Except for Brittany Young, who's played in one celebrity match. But yeah, for the Glow celebrity match. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is the most fun. You, I got Multimorphs and the Den, and you got the Dungeon. Yep. Um, all right. So question 
number? What question was that? That was question that number 16. Was, yeah. And we're going to... So 17. Question 17. 17. Must invite free-for-all competitor. I'll start. Um, right. When I was... So when I see this question, as you can see right there, I got my collection of postcards from Patreon. And I was just looking yeah. of what, uh, who do I think want to be in the potential uh, back in free form? And I was at first I was thinking Brad Shatterton again, of course, because he was there last season for the for one appearance, and it was fun. But someone who hasn't been in a free for all, and someone who is drafted this year, and he is a really fun. He's a he's a really fun character to watch. You you know him from Collider Live. You know him from the Wangers. It's Cody Hall. I want to see Cody Hall play in the free for all. He's a must-invite free-for-all competitor, man. How about you? Okay, when you say must-invite, is it from the faction or is it can be outside? Can be can be outside. Yeah, I don't I don't think I interpret it that way, but you can do it outside. Do you have someone outside that you want to invite? Well, it's gonna be interesting to see her plays, but well, she retires. Rachel Cushing, like. Once again, to come back just for free for all. What for though? She's if she wins, not gonna have any benefit for her. I know it's not gonna have any benefit for her. It's just gonna be interesting to put like a top player just there. You go inside the free for all and see chaos happen. You know what? Since you say that, since you said that, is there anyone who is not in the Schmodown that you haven't seen playing the Schmodown? There is like maybe in a geek community or in a movie space that you watch on YouTube or something like that that you want to see appear in a free photo. Wait, so so you mean that someone that's not in the Schmodown? Someone who has probably never played the Schmodown, but you actually want to see them in a free photo. Because we have seen that happen before. Who? Um, I mean like Jen Camp from last year. She was uh, from the fan fan leaks and she came to the free for all. Brett Sheridan never really played and he came to the free for all. Um, there's been a bunch of players who just appeared in free for all and never appear anymore. So is there anyone? I, um, Kevin Kevin Smith would have been awesome. They can get him in free for all. Kevin Smith uh, from yeah. Jay and Silent Bob and from his podcast. So I think it'll be fun if they could get Jeremy Johns back. That could be so much fun. Or Chris Tuckman. That could be so much fun. Or even someone from Screen Junkies like maybe Hall Ratnick to come back again. Spencer Gilbert, Joe Starr, Rod Cornett, um, Ed, Ed Greer is in the faction, so maybe I want to see that too. Uh, even uh, Danielle Radford, I want to see her in free for all too. That could be so much fun. Anyone from Screen Junkies, honestly. You have anyone yeah, in mind? Uh, I want to see you in free for all. <laughs> I'm, I'm never gonna be. Well, <laughs> there's no way Harloff is inviting me. If he if he does, I'll definitely accept that invite hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, but okay, uh, I guess that I guess yeah, that's it. Uh, free for all. All right. Okay. Um, by the way, you do have to go soon. Is that correct? Y yes, that's correct. I think I can cover till question twenty. All right. Then after, after that, after that, you're gonna be on your own. All good. Uh, I can I can do that. So, okay. uh, question question number eighteen. Who's the biggest steal in the draft? So yeah, uh, you want to go first? Um, biggest deal in the draft. Well, uh, well, this is, well, this is not a serious answer, but um, this is just a funny answer. Josh Makuga, because if I were one of the faction leader, I would pick Josh Makuga, because 
because it would be just a fun faction with him. Uh, this is just a fun answer, not a serious answer. Yeah, no, when I when I do when I say steal, I think of someone who is good that somehow managed to slip through to the very bottom. And someone who I think is good have so much potential. She have a losing record right now, but she is definitely have so much potential. Is Rachel Silvestrini. How the hell does she go through number six? How the hell does she go all the way to the number six pick in the sixth round? Like, how is that possible? How did... <laughs> like, there are so many... I mean, there are lots of great players that drafted above her, but I'm just surprised that she fell all the way down there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, and Rachel also, Silvestrini. Okay, and also, if you want a serious answer, I think Maranopic is a steal. And you said she's number 16 on the pick? or uh, She's in round three, but she is in... Uh, I believe... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. She's a number one, number 21 pick in this. In the, um, so that's a big steal. Yeah, that's actually a big steal considering <laughs> her record. Like, why didn't he get, why didn't she get chosen sooner? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we do have, we do have uh, several people. Benzo in the live chat. Chris Stockman will be in the free for all. Will be great, and he started the hashtag Get Your Movies in the free for all. Let's get that trending. Let's, let's have a hard luck. <laughs> oh, that will be so. That will be so so amazing if that happens. And yeah, Rachel Silvestrini was the biggest deal. He agrees. Um, Kenneth, before you go, we were gonna get to question twenty. Right before you go, remind yeah. me that we have to do the pick and payoff right before you go. So oh, we'll take yeah. a quick break to do that. Okay. And we'll explain a bit. So question 19, let's get this fast because I know you have to go soon. Yep. Uh, question 19, best faction in the league, best faction roster. So let's just see that again right here. Okay. <laughs> All right. So who do you think have the best faction in the best faction roster? Best faction in the league? Well, for me, easily is Tom Deckney. You know, like he got, come on, two champions. Uh, like, yeah, Finstock exchange. Like, come on, he got he got singles champion. He got team champions. What else? Andrew Dimalanta. Possibly um, Star Wars champion, like God, that. That's a good roster right there. Yeah, Finstock Exchange definitely have a pretty. <laughs> he got the champion, so he's pretty gotten damn good. Um, mm -hmm. Aside from the obvious answer, once again, I'm showing my love to the multi marks. Oh, it's wrong, wrong picture. Multi marks. Oh, oh, there we go. I mean, Brandon Meyer, Bibiani, Mark Nopek, Tim Franco, Highly Fouch. Those are already so good, man. So yeah, those. That's that's my pick. But honorable mention to usual suspects and rock stars. They have a pretty good faction as well. Okay. All right. So question number 20. 20. This is an interesting one. This is an interesting one. Because oh, we know. It's Tom we know without Video Drew. Because oh. Tom is drafted by the Den. And mm -hmm. Video Drew, I believe, the, is drafted the by the Burning Drugs. Yep. So do you think Tom is better than without Video Drew? I think they're a great team. They just creeps people out. I think they that might have um like a factor in the play. Just the other teams like what the hell are those two doing? Uh, like, yeah. I, I think they're good as a team. I, I like their creep factor, you know. The creep the creep factor. The creep factor. Do you wanna see a dead buddy? <laughs> Wait, so so do you do you think do you think that uh, so you're when you're saying he's better just as a personality, but do you think he can actually do better 
in terms of performance? Hmm. Well, let's see this picture. There we go. Um. You know what? Since he's in the den, I think he could do better with another teammate. Sadly, with Paul Preston. Yeah, sadly saying he could do better. But, well, he won't get the creepy factor anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't want to see him separate. Even when during the draft, I was like, no, why is this happening? But I think... I think Paul Preston and Tom can be a scary team. I think that's the, that's a team that I said have the best potential team up. So I think they can be a scary team. So in terms of performance, yes. In terms of character, maybe not so much. Yeah. Although I am so interested to see what Paul Preston is going to do with Tom. <laughs> okay. All right. So before you before you go, this is question number uh-huh. this is question number twenty. We're gonna do the pick them. Well, what what are we gonna call it? Pick and playoff? Or we don't really have a name for it yet. Yeah, we'll just call it pick and playoff first. So yeah, uh, this is inspired by uh, the starters on NBA show, NBA after show called Pick and Playoff. So what we're gonna be doing every uh, well, the plan is the plan is that we're gonna do it weekly. I don't know if that's gonna keep up. Maybe if it doesn't keep up, if it overwhelms us, we're gonna do it biweekly the show. Okay. So the plan is every time we do a show. We're gonna make a prediction right. for who we think will win in the upcoming matches, and at the end of the month, so we're gonna keep track. We're gonna keep track of our records of how many wins we have and how many losses we have. And at the end of the month, mm-hmm. who between the two of us who have the worst record in terms of picking will get punished during the show, or maybe as a separate outside of the show, and just we'll put a clip during the show or whatever. So yeah. they will get a punishment. So that is what, what we agree on. Oof. Yeah, and we haven't decided what the punishment is, so it could be... Uh, <laughs> let us know in the gross. comment section. Let, let us know in the comment section if you have potential punishment. <laughs> Hopefully not too bad. Oh but, my um, God. <laughs> since it's January, it's 25th. It's only going to be very short. So we're going to be combining January uh-huh. and February record. Okay. But yeah, so that is the rules for that. So we're going to be doing... Your first, uh, first of all, uh, I'm, I'll be well. We have this on the record on video anyway, but I'll keep okay. track of it. So okay. Brandon Meyer, Moral, Bebiani, Kenneth, <laughs> pick, pick properly. Who do you think will win? Easy, Dan Moral. I'm just gonna say Dan Moral. You gonna go with Dan Moral? Yeah, I haven't written it down here. So, Dan how about uh, you know? I'll, I'll answer first before I throw it to the okay. second question. All right. Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go with my heart once again too. He hasn't lose ever in a live event, including free for all. <laughs> so I think Dan Moro will win again. But if he doesn't, I'm gonna kick myself in the ass so hard. Ooh, yeah. Uh, but so yeah, Dan Moro. Second one, Guy Burnett. Easy guy. Of course, I want to see Burnett well. go down. Wait, <laughs> what happened if we have the same answer then? Like, <laughs> I know that's the thing. So yeah, I guess. I, I really do think Guy's going to win as well. So I guess I'm going to root for Guy. So that means at the end of this first match, at least, we'll have the same record either way. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, and you, you never ask comment section for a punishment. They come up with crazy stuff, man. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done that, have I? <laughs> yeah, they come up with crazy stuff. All right, so yeah, you got we, we got that. So I'll be going on with the next 15 on my own. I know you have to go. So yeah, Kenneth, thank you for being on. 
Um, yeah, I guess we'll see you next episode of Not the Pegs. All right. Sorry for cutting it short. Yeah, I have to leave. Not to worry. Exactly. All right. See you. I'm leaving. Yeah. All right, guys. So I'll be on my own starting from now, and we'll be we'll keep on going. Um, where were we? We were at question number twenty-one. So now we're going to question when we were at question twenty. Now we're going to question number twenty-one. Will the founding fathers repeat as team of the year? Um, this was definitely a tough question, and like like the player of the year, comeback player of the year, manager of the year question, we really don't know because this season haven't started. But this is just for fun, and I'm gonna say no because there are just so much potential team ups that's gonna happen this year, and so much thing that could happen. So we really don't know what's gonna happen. So I don't think they're gonna repeat as team of the year, but I do think they're still gonna be good. And Benzo, I see you in the comment section. Loser shaves their head. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen. That's gonna. That's so rough. I don't think any of us are willing to actually shave our head. But um, we'll put that in the back pocket for now. And yeah, I'm talking about um, Mara get, being sort somewhat of a steal. I don't know. Well, she did took time off. I don't know if she will be taking time off this season. Uh, but if you're saying about uh, that she was sick in the beginning, that that's why. The New York event that's gonna be postponed. I don't know if that's the reason, but she's still gonna play. So, uh, all right. So that was question number twenty-one. Um, question number. I don't want to go too long. We're already in one hour mark, so I'm gonna try to speed it up. Question number twenty-two is. I haven't put the banner up, so let's see what I put in here. Question number twenty-two. Will the rock stars regret signing JTE? Uh, so yeah, this was a question that I asked, that I decided to ask because when I first heard the the live tweet that they are drafting, that Rockstar is drafting JTE, my first response was, JTE is still in the league. So I don't even know. I know he, I know he left LA. He went somewhere. I don't know where he went to, but I don't know that he, I, I don't know that he's still active in the league. So will Roxy regret that? I know she got a pretty damn good roster around here. But I don't think I don't think she'll regret it. I think JTE is gonna surprise us. He's gonna have a comeback season. He can be team up with Stacy Howard. Uh, that could be an interesting team. He could be team up with Jim Vavoda, which could be interesting. Jim Vavoda is also from uh, Boston, I believe. So they could reunite as Patriots. To honestly look at this: Snyder, Roxy, JTE, Jim Vavoda, Jared Haymon. They're all from Boston. They're all from New England. So they could literally make the Patriots 2.0. Um, I don't know where Stacy's from. I believe she's from Texas. Might be wrong. Alex Damon's from Atlanta. Mark Andreco, I'm not so sure. Bill Rio and Gertler, not so sure either. But yeah, they got a lot of Boston people around there. So um, I think they'll just get they'll, they'll they'll get along fine. And I don't think Roxy will regret JDE unless JDE doesn't play a lot. But I think Roxy will make it happen. If there's any manager that could make it happen, it's Roxy. All right, next question. Question number 23. Who should have a Schmodan documentary? Now, this is a question that has been going around since forever. We got the JTE documentary. Uh, well, it's it's really more of the um, little, what is what was it called? I forgot what it was called. Um, it wasn't called Trial of JTE. If the live chat have it, uh, what was the name of the of the JTE documentary? Uh, 
um, that they ha- that they made a while back. But uh, we've been they've been teased about the Roca documentary for so long. It never happened from Bestman to Destin. So I actually want to see that. But if we want to see a documentary, oh, um, I gotta go with Shire Wolves, man. Shire Wolves have done so much for the league. Uh, just I want to see Rachel Cushing alone, but Clark Wolf have done so much as well. And they are just so connected right now that it's hard to separate them. So I want to see a Shire Wolves documentary following different paths of Clark Wolf, following paths of Rachel Cushing and the individual paths and seeing what has become Shire Wolves eventually getting the Yodi Award at the end of it. That could be a fun documentary. Uh, Benzo in the live chat mentioned, today on SCN Live, Roxy said JTE will play at least three matches this season. Okay, thank you. Thank you for letting me know because I do watch SCN Live, although I listen to it on playback on audio because I, I don't, I cannot see it live. But if at least play three matches season and whoever that is, if he wins, that's going to be three points for Roxy. That's going to be huge. So yeah. And yeah, going back to documentary, Roka definitely, um, Shirov's definitely. So yeah. Uh, that is for Shmoda documentary. Question number twenty-four: uh, Who have the to- which faction is the toughest to predict? And yeah, which faction is the toughest to predict? Let's go to that uh, whole faction picture once again. I, when I'm looking at this, there are several factions that's hard to predict. One is the burning drugs. Because it's Ethan Irwin, Whitney Seibold, and Duralde, and a bunch of really pretty much unknown. And okay, a video drew. And corruption is also going to be tough to predict. But the one that is so hard for me to predict is the dungeon. I really don't know what the dungeon is doing with Kaiser. Uh, Kevin Smets, yes, we know what he is. We know what Robert Parker can be. And we know Adam Witt, and we know Eric Zipper. But the others are rookies that we have mentioned several times over and over again that I really don't know. It's so tough to predict what they're going to do with that faction. Robert Parker was the surprise of the night, honestly. Like I said, Rachel was a steal. But Robert, I did not see him going number two as good as he was. I did not see him going number two, especially being in the same faction as Smets. That is crazy. So, yeah. Um, I said something in the live chat. Let's see that. Uh, Benzo says, Ben Waitman should have a documentary. His road to the top has has so many twists and turns, and he'll work hard for it too. I agree. I think he should get it eventually. I don't know if he's right now, because definitely his rise to stardom, he's definitely, he got accolades recently, and he got, he have a lot of struggles in the past, and I think when it's all said and done, he should definitely have a documentary, especially with his training and his studying. I don't think he's probably the first one to do that in terms of intensity of studying. So yeah, he should get it eventually, just not right now. And Dungeons, Rock and Reel, Riffs and Reviews. Dungeon, you'll never see us coming. Uh, are you a Dungeon Hen? Uh, yeah, I honestly, man, I don't know. I just don't know what to say about Dungeon. Aside from Smets and Robert Parker, I don't know what to expect from the rest of them. <clears throat> so yeah, um, before we go to question number 25, which is team under the most pressure, I do need to get, get a drink real quick. Because I've been talking for a while. So yeah. <clears throat> question number 25. Team under the most pressure. So this is not faction. 
This is individual teams who is under the most individual pressure. And I I don't remember what Kenneth said. I think he might have the same. Wait, no, actually, he have a different one. I, I believe he set Andrew Guy for his for teams with the under the most pressure. Uh, well, not not teams, not Andrew Guy. Um, uh, my bad. What did Kenneth say? I cannot. You know what? I cannot say what Kenneth have to say, but I have one. Um, to me, the team that, under, that have the most pressure right now is who's the boss. And hear me out. This is because uh, Ben Bateman, Mark Riley, they are good. And out of when when we see when we see this, the team, the current existing team. This is for current existing team. So we got the family who's still there. Odd couple is still there. Shazam, founding fathers, um, <laughs> the real rejects, obviously. We got who's the boss? We got corruption. We, and that's pretty much it. Everyone else is new as no as like a fresh team so ben bateman and mark riley out of all of those that i've mentioned they are the only one that doesn't really have a championship aside from the family uh like mark Riley and ben bateman as a team they haven't won they haven't won yet and not only that they are in the same faction as founding fathers so not only that they have a pressure to fight their own teammate but they also have a pressure to prove that they are actually a legit contender team. Because as good as they are, they need to win the title to prove that they are legit. And aside, Odd Couple has won it. Shazam is still relatively new. Corruption has won it. Founding Fathers has won it. So yeah, the, the, who's the boss is the longest team there is that hasn't won it. So they do have a lot to prove out there. Uh, and they have a lot under pressure too. And to talking about proving, we also have question number 26, which is the player with the most to prove. And for this one, I have Andrew Guy. Listen, I love Andrew Guy. Um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with him this year with being, a, he says it's going to be a face and all. So I really don't know what to expect from Andrew Guy. But he, he have a lot to prove especially the first match of the season, he is going to be facing Robert Mayer Burnett. If he loses, that's going to be chaos for him in the singles. So he got a lot to prove individually as a team as well. He haven't won in team. Robert, uh, Drew McQueenie has won in teams for the uh, above the line. So he's sort of proven what he is. And the guy hasn't won any belt. So he got, he definitely got so much to prove right now and 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 yeah i really don't know what else to say but yeah he he have to win the first match he has to or not his career is done he lost to bateman he lost to roca he's two and two i believe right now in singles so if he will if he's two and three that's going to be rough for him so yeah that andrew guy is the player with the most to prove question number 27 which player needs a new nickname now, I, I know this is not going to happen at all. Harloff loves his nickname. But if we see the whole list right there, this is just, once again, for fun, who I think is have a good nickname but could benefit from having a better nickname. Uh, I remember Kenneth saying he wanted to see Mark Riley having something else than Yodi, although I disagree with him because Yodi have such a history going back to the Schmo's days. And uh, once again, 
same like the previous answer dastardly drew guy he if he's going face if only if he's going face he cannot go with dastardly anymore he have to go with something else but if it's not if it's not andrew guy i don't know everyone else have a pretty good nickname maybe the kid i don't really know what the kid have to say but maybe the kid can get a new nickname uh who else the prof well uh, i don't know everyone else is pretty good i don't think tom have a nickname so i'm interested to see what tom's nickname is going to be so yeah there it is uh comment section benzo i think james white has a lot to prove because of how high he was drafted you know i didn't i didn't thought when i read that wrote that question i didn't thought of it that way i i thought of it as someone who's already in the league that has established that he need to prove himself again but yeah james white even though I am in the fan leagues, I've never played James White. I have. I don't think I've uh, seen him play before, and I have. I've been. I've been in a. I think I've been in a show with him, either take three or something. But I really don't know what his potential is. So yeah, he he does have a lot to prove, being number two overall uh, for the for the winning drugs. Mara Nation new nickname. Really, really, the amazing Mara Knopic. You, well, you want to you wanna give him the Brown Dwarf Star as a new nickname? That's pro probably pretty good. That's fitting for her. But I don't, well, what nickname do you want to see Mara having? Let me know. But yeah, I think if once again, if only if Andrew Guy is going face, he should change from that certainly into something else that is more friendly, family friendly, PG-13. Well, that's at least PG-13, but yeah. All right. Question number 20, that was 27, 28. So this was a two-parter. The first one is a joke. Will Bibiani finally sit down? The answer is no. I don't think he's going to ever sit down for the entirety of his life. Uh, so the second part, the actual question. Best player to, to have not win the belt yet. And we, I did sort of mention that in the beginning, Lon Harris, and honorable mentions to Janine the Machine. So yeah, I'm just going to run over that because I don't want to go too long. So yeah, Lon Harris, Janine the Machine, and Bibiani is never sitting down, ever. Plus, I, I heard he got like knee problems. So he said it's better for him to stand up. So yeah, he's probably going to stand up. All right, question 29. Sophomore search. So this is basically who has been a sophomore, who's been a rookie last year, and who will be having a good sophomore season. So let's see uh, Let's see what we have in terms of sophomore. Let's hide this. In terms of sophomore from last season. So the rookie, we have, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we have Kevin Smets. We have Adam Witt. We have Andrew DiMalanta. Uh, Paulo Yama. We got Tom, Paul Preston, Chandru Nanapani. Uh, we got, where, where is he? Uh, the, the hot man, hitman, Brandon Hanna. There you go. He's in the den. I was looking for his name. But those are the rookies from last season that have quite a name. Laura Kelly as well. So who I think will have a huge second year? Uh, I think I think Brandon Hanna is going to have a big year. He's proven himself last season. I think his training regimen just improved. He's going to be better this season. So, yeah, the hot man right there. And I know I'm saying it hot man. I'm not saying – I know his nickname is Hitman, but he claimed to be the hot man. So, the hot man, I think he's going to have a good sophomore year. All right, let's see. Brian Nussbaum says the Brown Dwarf Star, obviously, has a nickname. Yeah, I guess. I guess the Brown Dwarf Star, Mara Kanopek, she, she, she self-proclaimed nickname right there. And the best player to not win a belt is the Andrew Guy. Yeah, I can see that. He has not win a belt, and he's pretty, he's pretty damn good. 
Uh, all right. So question number 20, how's that number 29? All right, I don't have the banner ready yet, but here it is. Question number 30. Who will be the overall player of the year? Predicting it before the season even started. So wild guess. Just a, This is just my wild prediction. This year we got Dan Morrell, of course. The year before that, that who won player of the year right before that? Was it Ethan Irwin? I think Ethan did. Or was it Rachel? I don't remember. <laughs> I legit don't remember. But my overall player of the year for this upcoming season, William the Beast Bibiani. Just a bold prediction. I think he's going to have a huge year under multi-marks, uh, both in singles, both in teams. I think he's going to be big. I think he's going to win big. So I think he's going to be the overall player of the year. And let's see. Uh, Paul Preston and Tom could have a good search. Yeah, I think they, they're going to have a good search. Tom, he's already been good, though. So how much more can he improve? That That's going to be something to see. Paul Preston, definitely, I think he's going to have a big year. I could see Tom. Paul Preston and Tom winning tag team belts. That's Benzo. Yeah, I can see that as well. But yeah, I think Brandon Hanna in terms of inner geekdom, I think he's going to do pretty well. He just have to beat Chandru first. Though. He just got to do that. All right. Question number 31 is rivalry that you're already tired of. So uh, initially, behind the scenes, initially we wrote it as, I think I misspelled rivalry right there. We wrote it as a storyline you're already tired of. And I remember discussing we can't really think of a storyline that we're tired of because none of the storyline actually has happened yet that has been going on since this last season. So we're going with rivalry we're already tired of. And we both have the same answer. Ben Maitman and Andrew Guy, they have a friendly rivalry. We know behind the scenes they're good friends. So we're sort of done with it. Plus Andrew Guy is pursuing Robert Mayer Burnett. So I think that's done for for um, Andrew Guy and Ben Maitman. So yeah, that is for number question number 31. That is rivalry that we're already tired of. Before we go to number 22, Sam was the, was it really? Sam won, but he saw Sam won that year. I don't think he played, he was half the year, right? That's crazy to me. Mike Kalinowski, Mike Kalinowski for player of the year. For next season, yeah, I can, uh, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna need to have a big season. He's gonna need to have a big season in team singles and in a gig them. And I don't know if you saw the previous, uh, you saw early on, but we did have a, we did have a question about is Kalinowski gonna reclaim the Inner Geekdom title? But I said no, that he's not gonna reclaim it this season just because the competition is way too much. Mara, Smets, Robert Parker, Brendan Hanna, Chandru, uh, Dan Murrell is coming, Alex Damon is coming, Jacobson, Hlavik. There's just so much Inner Geekdom competition right now that I don't think Kalinowski is going to win in the Kingdom Belt. So if he's not going to win, I don't know if he can win player of the year overall. So yeah. Question number 30. Ethan Irwin still a superstar? And this is just another fun question because he did have a pretty bad season last year. But is he still a superstar? Easy question. Yes, he is. He's going he's gonna to win comeback player of the year, like what we said in the beginning of the show. So he is still a superstar. He's still so good. He just have a, He just doesn't have a pretty good year last year. So yeah. That is the answer for question number 32. All right, three more questions before we wrap up the show. Question number 33, the must-watch Smowdown team. So who is the must-watch Smowdown team? Either it's someone that's new, um, someone that's existing. What is the must-watch Smowdown team for me, for you guys? So for me, the must-watch Smowdown team is the team that I thought most, most exciting to see them team up. And that is Paul Preston. 
and Tom. And I know Paul, Paul Oyama and Lon Harris can be so much fun to see, but not only Paul Parson and Tom are good in their own right, I really don't know what they can do as a character, as a personality. Tom is so much an uh, entity with Video Drew that I don't know what he's going to do outside of not being with Video Drew, with him being with Tom, uh, or being him with Paul Preston. That's going to be so much fun to watch an interaction. Second of all, they're going to be an epic team. They're going to be so much fun to watch as a good team right there. So yeah, that is the much my much watch more on team. I do want to know what their team name is going to be. Uh, Comment section, Benzo saying, I think another player who could search is Chance Allison. Well, he's not a rookie anymore. His rookie season was the year before. So that will be, uh, he will be in his uh, third year. But he could, I could see him having a good search. I definitely can. Because he, he has a quiet, he has a good year last year. But he has a quiet good year. So I can see him having a good year. I could see Ethan going kill this year. Oh man, I don't know if Ethan's capable, but there will be so much fun to see Ethan going heel, especially under Robert Mayer Burnett. And I know apparently they work together in real life in terms of movies, producing movies. So yeah, I can see Ethan attempting to go heel. Tom and Paul Preston for Team Champs. Brian, you're really in the camp for Paul Preston and Tom, huh? Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be Team Champs, but they definitely have the potential for it. And Benzo, I wouldn't blame if Ethan went heel. Poor guy has been paired up with two loudest manager in the league, <laughs> Jay Washington and Robert Burnett. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I I want to hear from you guys. Uh, the one in the chat, Benzo and Brian Osbaum. Right now, if you're looking in here, who do you think is Ethan Irwin's potential teammate? Cause like, I really, I really don't know. James White, Alonso Duralde, Whitney Seibold, Video Drew. My best guess is maybe Alonso Duralde. Because he's pretty good with Paddington too. But I really don't know who do you think Ethan's going to be team up with. That's a big question mark for me. Uh, so yeah. All right. Uh, question number, while you guys answer that, question number, and there's a delay. So yeah, question number 34. Penultimate question before we wrap up the show. So the penultimate question is, who is the best Inner Geekdom player in the league? Um, surprisingly, Despite all the 35 questions that we have asked, we have not asked this one yet. So the best in the player, of course, Kevin Smets is still a champion. He's still the best right now until proven otherwise. He, he just studies so much. He knows so much. He's still the best in the kingdom. Although, once again, I've been championing this guy since Robert Parker. You know, people might jump into the Robert Parker bandwagon. And I know there has been longer Robert Parker fans, especially his friends in Multiplex Entertainment. Uh, all, all his members from the Fellowship faction and Multiplex right there. But I've been championing Robert Parker since S. So, okay, let me just go back with my history with Robert Parker. I know him way back when he was with Take 3, when he was even before that, when he's just a Schmodown fan. And then I know him in the fan league, sort of. I know his name is pretty good. And then I never knew how good he is until I'm sort of involved in the fan leagues. And I'm like, damn, this kid is just so good. And then I probably knew that he is going to be in the Schmodown before anyone else. And you know how? It's because I, I got the VIP for the Chicago live show and there is a Q&A. And during the Chicago live show, during the Q&A, you know, since, since Parker is going to be in the league, and I, I don't know if Harloff is approving of this, I'm talking to Robert um, like uh, on Twitter privately. I think this, so hopefully it's okay. So I'm just going to say this right now. Uh, so, yeah. Apparently, Robert is supposed to appear last year. 
But things just doesn't go their way, and so he's gonna be a rookie this year. And uh, I know I know this because Harloff, during the Chicago Live show, he mentioned like uh, there's gonna be a player that you have to watch out for, and it is Robert the Spider Parker. And I don't know if anyone else in that VIP section was familiar with him, but I certainly was, and I just directly sprung up. I was like, "What is gonna be in the league?" I am so bloody excited right now. So, um, yeah, but we never really see that happen. I directly reach out to Robert after that in uh, private messages in Twitter. I'm like, dude, are you going to be in the league? Yeah, this is going to be great. I'm like, dude, I'm so rooting for you. So that is that is uh, just a quick story time. So he's not he's supposed to be in the league last season, but he's going to be this season. But I have so much faith in him. I have so much faith. All right, before we go to the last question, the biggest question of the night, uh, Benzo, I will pair him up with Whitney Seibold. You know what? Yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that. I, I said Al Alfonso Duralde. Kenneth, dang, I just got back. You want to you wanna go back here right now? I still haven't answered the last question. I'm saving the last question. If you want to come back here, jump back in right now before we go, uh, before I wrap it up. Um, Where is it? Brian Osba, my prediction for when he wins the belt, he will say, where's the, where's the dead bodies? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I'll pair him with Whitney, Bernasbaum, either Whitney or Alonso. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're pair Ethan Irwin with James White. I don't think so. Right now, Kevin until Robert debut for Inner Kingdom. Yeah, I agree. Uh, definitely, definitely, because Kalinowski is good and Mark Knopek is good, but I just there is just so much hype for Robert Parker, man. At least for me. Benzo. Actually, never mind. I will pair Ethan Irwin with Video Drew and I will pair. Alonso with Whitney. I think on backstage they said Alonso and Whitney are friends. I can well they're they're both movie critics, Whitney and Alonso, and Ethan Irwin is more of a producer. So yeah, Ethan Irwin and Video Drew could be fun, but I don't know if that will be the best potential team up. And why why call him the Spider and the Hobbit makes more sense? I know right, he's in the fan leaks. He's called the Hobbit, but they've been changing it up. Uh, Chance Allison is the Cobra. He was the I believe he's a Titan. Chance Allison in the fan leaks. And the only one at the stick is Paul Oyama with Primetime because that nickname does fits. But I can see the spider because Peter Parker, Spider Parker. So yeah, but the Hobbit was a good nickname for him, but I guess I just have to change it up. And before we go to question number 35, guess who's back? Ta-da. Well, would you, uh, yeah. So the, you went for a while. You went for 20, 20 something minutes. So yeah. Yeah. I, I went to pick my friend up from the train station. Yeah. It's really cold outside. So <laughs> fair enough. All right. So you're but, right. Yeah. You're you're right in time for question number 35. I forgot what question it was. It is. The last question. Oh. Okay. Which faction will have the most wins? Ooh, and okay. you might think this is easy, but we actually took a while to thought of this. Mm -hmm. So when we say the most wins, definitely the first category and in the live chat, let us know what you think the faction will, who do you think will basically win at the end of the year? Who will rack up the most points? Who will get the most wins? And when we see it, we definitely have to say they have to be a good player. They have to have good players over there to rack True. up the points to win, but they also have to play. Yes. Which is why even though Finstock Exchange are good, you know how champions they don't really play. They wait yeah, for the challenge. They just so wait they... for the challenge. So Finstock is like uh, almost out of the question. Like, like okay, I'm trying to think. Paul Oyama 
before he was a champion. After he was a champion, he only played twice to defend the belts. Before that, he played like three times, I believe. So he didn't play that much. So yeah, as a generally as a champion, mm-hmm. just don't play that much. So with that said, uh, I'm gonna go first, mm-hmm. and I'm down to two. I'm I'm conflicted which one I want to see, but it's the usual suspects. Because they got Janine, they got Andrew, they got Drew McQueenie, they got Manachity, mm-hmm. Napsock, and Star mm-hmm. Wars. Jader is definitely going to play Jen Camp. And Cameron Rice, I'm assuming they're going to play. Not familiar with Jenna Bush, but I think she's going to play as well. But Janine, Andrew, Drew McQueenie, and Manachity, and Napsock is going to rack up the wins for them. And my other pick was the Den. Because once again, everyone has been championing in the live chat. Tom and Paul Preston, definitely. <laughs> Brendan Hanna is definitely going to win in her geekdom. Sean Sullivan in Star Wars, I believe. Um, Diane Ademu John, I'm probably butchering her name, but she's probably gonna she's gonna play. Who knows if she's gonna win? Rachel Silvacini is definitely gonna play once again. She's a steal, and she's definitely gonna rack up the wins. I have a bit of faith in Drew Goddard in the Drew Goddard in Ben Goddard because he's been saying a lot. So yeah, Saul and Brett Sheridan. I don't know what to expect from them, <laughs> but yeah, I think the Den might actually surprisingly get a lot of points aside from the multi marks. The only reason I don't pick the multi marks is you got two. Missing spots, so I don't know what really? they're gonna do with that. But yeah, all right. You can. So, so for my take, I think the usual suspect gonna have the most win because, as you say, champion don't really play, and I don't think any of the player are not like champion, like team champion singles, even in a them. I don't think any of them. So I think all of them is gonna play a lot, and a lot of their player is good, so they're gonna have a lot of wins. That's from me. That's true what you said about the multi mark because they have two blank spot, which, yeah, which could, which could have gotten some win. Yeah. So for the multi marks, I think William Bibiani and Brendan Myers, that those are gonna have a lot of win. Marnopic, also. But. Because of those two blank spot, I can't say that they will have the most win. I'm actually going with the usual suspect for this one. Usual suspect, yeah. They could see mm-hmm. You know, you know, a team, a pairing that since what most have two open spots, there is two people out there who I know know they know their trivia, and is a free agent and wasn't drafted. And mm. they are two people that I actually do adore. The Cinefanatics, Robert and Chris Adams. They are a free agent. I believe they are guaranteed a match this season. And I can see the Multimarks picking them up. And they could rack up some points for the Multimarks because they do know their stuff. All th- yes, they live in Texas. Um, so that's going to be kind of tough. But man, I will, Cinefanatics, I would, I would love to see them in the showdown. So I'm championing, of course, fellow reactors. So I got to champion them. Uh, let's get rid of this. Let's get the comment section okay. up. Benzo saying the multi marks will end up winning, in my opinion. Yeah, just Shazam alone, Bibiani mm-hmm. alone in, in, in singles, and Meyer and Mark Nopek and everyone else in there, too. I will say usual suspects are corruption. That's interesting. Oh. Corruption. Mm. Corruption, interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess. Chance probably. I don't know how much Ed Mark Hoyk is gonna play. They have so much unknown, you know. They have so they have mm-hmm. Lee Wiggins, Marisol McKee, uh, Rick Ramos, and Nerd Chronic, Love Nerd Chronic, but they're all of it. 
So yeah, I really don't know. Bonnie Somerville probably gonna play. I don't know if she's gonna. Well, she apparently she's gonna play Brad Sheridan. Did you hear that? It's gonna be so much fun. But Bonnie's gonna win that, uh, <laughs> definitely. So yeah, I think there is a lot of unknown factors for corruption. But yeah, I res I respect what sure. you said, uh, Brian Nussbaum. So yeah, woo! One hour thirty minutes sort of. My voice cracks when I say the woo just now because I haven't drank in a while <laughs> since I've been talking for the past 30 minutes. Thankfully, you're while, back. And while I was out, God damn it, you had <laughs> uh, So, yeah, we did it. 35 questions. Um, went over an hour, but I feel like we did pretty well for 35 questions. Well, that was me away for half of them. If there were two of us for 35 questions. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, it's it's going to take two hours. So, yeah. Um, Thank you guys for those in the live chat. Thank you guys for sticking around. This has been a lot of fun. And once again, uh, if you don't know, I said this in an announcement last year, last year, last season. You might know me from the Shmoran community for my reaction. Um, I'm going to say this over and over again until it gets old. Award nominated job movies because I'm just so happy that it got nominated. Uh, uh, but yeah, I do doing reactions are tough because I have to do it every two times a week at least. I have to react, uh -huh. uh, spend, okay. spend an hour at least reacting, editing, uploading. And sometimes the views, I'll be honest, sometimes the views just didn't get enough. Sometimes I got like 12 views. Sometimes I got overwhelming views. But like, hmm. you know. Well, well, I mean, it depends on the... The match. The, the match, yeah. Like, exactly. If it's the one with the family with Paddington too. Oh, hmm. oh yeah. That was such a turn of event. That yeah. match. Like, whew. It will, it will get clicks. So yeah, I'm, I'm just being I'm just being completely open right now. It gets mm -hmm. I, I get burnt out eventually, especially since I'm in college. They get assignments. True. So that which is why I've been thinking, I've been wanting to do a show, especially ever since I've been a guest. My first um Schmodown show ever was Take Three Productions. Thank you for inviting me, Take Three. Two years ago, um Kristen Smith invited me for that um Take Three Productions, even though they misspelled my name as Alfred. Viradharma. I still remember that. They put it as Alfred Viradharma. Um, but yet, yeah, I've Alfred? grown the love to just talk. Yeah, they, they, call, they put Alfred Viradharma as Albert Viradharma. And the thing is, they, they edited in post. So I didn't see the name until mm -hmm. the actual show come out. The name. So I'm like, ha, uh... Alfred. I just, I just leave them in the comment section. <laughs> so yeah. It's funny. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many reactions I'm going to do. Probably not that much, to be honest. Maybe some live events. Maybe not. I'm just going to focus on doing this. I know there has been a lot of an after show, but I love talking about the showdown. Cannot can testify to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the showdown. And I, think, I think you once talked about the history of showdown in like three hours. I was halfway there. I was zoning out. I, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I don't want to be rude and like, Albert, I can tell. Getting boring. But you just talk and talk. For three hours, I was surprised you can talk about the history of Shmodan for three hours nonstop. Like I, I, I love this thing, which is which is why um I love I love being with uh the the fetus cult with Caleb Bopen, Caleb Coho, Adelaide Spence, Abigail Frill. Hopefully we do that. We do more of those. Hopefully I got invited more to chill to action to call to action podcast, uh, because I love talking. I love whenever I get a chance to. So which is why I want to do this not the pigs with you because I you're recently new to the showdown and I know you love it too. Yeah. And it just it could be just so much fun. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Uh we'll be doing 
we'll be doing this at least for now. We'll be doing this weekly after the first uh, season, and I am planning to put it on audio. Uh, we we don't know when on audio podcast, so you can check it out then. But uh, that will be in work in progress too. But yeah, that has been the first episode. That has been not the picks. By the wheel, not the pecs. Yep. Um, yeah. So, any kind of before we go, where yes. can the people find you? Um, Instagram, Kenneth underscore Luciano. Twitter, I think it's Kenneth Luciano. I, I don't know. I'm not really on social media that much. Yeah. So yeah, those are the places you can find me. How about you? Um, Twitter and Instagram, J Avradarma. That's well. You check out all my stuff. Um, Check out check out the my other podcast as well, the Councilman Show. Uh, that's me and my high school friends. Kenneth has been a guest there before. Wait, wrong side. Kenneth has been a guest there before. Oh. We just talk anything. About, if you want me to talk about Shmoron, it's not the pigs. If you want me to talk about movie stuff, um, the Councilman Show, check it out. Check me out over there. So, yeah. And, and I heard you're going to have a big guest. Probably. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We're working We're working on something. If that does happen, I don't, want, I don't want to tease anything yet because I don't okay. know if it, if it uh, falls apart or not. But yeah, so yeah, that has been the season preview with that horrible thumbnail. But that has been season preview. <laughs> okay. All right, Kenneth, you have any final words? Um, no, I think I'm good here. All right, so thank you guys once again. And until next time, spin it from the wheel, not the packs. Not the that packs. Should, that, should be, that should be our closing line. <laughs> yeah, that should be the closing line. <laughs> right, see you guys.